So cornrows are a beautiful hairstyle that have served many grooming and bonding purposes. And maybe even survival purposes. Yeah. They're also a very special style that has been used in important forms of identity and resistance. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. And I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Julie. Hi. (laughs) You know, Julie, sometimes we talk about things on the podcast that might not initially seem worthy of a discussion on social justice and psychology. That is so true, Cindy. But it always turns out that there's a social justice issue hidden inside it. And our listeners, you know, they just have to wait for it. Like today's topic, cornrows, a hairstyle. Right. Although you don't have to look that deep to find that cornrows are not just a hairstyle. They are a special fashion steeped in culture. Exactly. And in case there's someone out there who doesn't know what they are, cornrows are a beautiful style of braiding close to the scalp, and it's usually in linear or geometric patterns. Yes, lots of Black celebrities and athletes have worn them proudly without accepting the negative backlash that historically comes with them. But... There really has been a long history of both beauty and culture and negativity against them. Well, of course, negativity. It's a hairstyle associated with Black culture. Right. As Michelle Obama told Ellen DeGeneres on her recent promotional book tour for her newest book, The Light We Carry, she considered wearing her hair in braids while in the White House. Michelle felt it would have been easier for her hair but she didn't think the American people were ready for black hair. And unfortunately, she was totally right. It would have caused a big stir. Yeah. We, the people, were having a hard enough time getting used to a black president and a black first family. So Michelle kept her hair straight in order not to have it distract from other more important things, which obviously it probably would have. I can picture the conversations on Fox TV right now. (laughs) Anyway, the most common style for cornrowing is having the braids in neat straight rows that some say resemble cornfields, and that's what gave them their current name. But the braids can come in all kinds of intricate geometric styles. Braiders can spend hours on this. I just saw Joelle Embiid with a new braid hairstyle from the 76ers. It looks really cool. There are so many ways to do cornrows. In the mid-90s, Janet Jackson popularized a style now referred to as box braids in the film Poetic Justice. The box braids are very thick and long, and there's all kinds of other styles. Some involve really tiny braids, like really close to the scalp. There are many cornrow styles, and there are braided hairstyles in many cultures. But the first known depiction of these braid patterns believe it or not, was found in 
illustrations of sub-Saharan African women in Stone Age cave paintings dating as far back as 3000 BCE. Isn't that amazing? It really is amazing. And all you needed to do the, the braids was, you know, somebody's hands and your hair. So they yes. could do it all the way back then. So, and in addition to the beautiful way they look, cornrows have been used to represent many things like social position, age, occupation, the tribe someone was in, or their marital status. Braided hair was and is also a way for women to socialize and bond with friends. It can take a long time to do. Seriously. When slave traders captured African men and women, they shaved their heads before imprisoning them on slave ships. They claimed to shave heads for sanitary reasons, but really it was because they wanted to strip away their prisoners' cultural identity and their humanity. And that's awful. American slaves frequently wore cornrows because of their convenience and the neat look. When Madam C.J. Walker in the late 1800s, who we talked about a long time ago on a different podcast, when she created the first chemical hair processor, more Black women began choosing to straighten their hair, in part to assimilate into white culture, or at least to not stand out as much. They wanted to avoid prejudice and discrimination, of course, if they could. Right. In America, enslaved Black women would braid their hair in cornrows for convenience and to manage it more easily, like Michelle wanted to do. Yeah. It also helped their scalps stay cooler while working long hours on the plantations. But let's be clear though, it wasn't exactly a fashion choice. Enslaved women didn't have choices, not for hair, not for fashion. They were just surviving. It's believed that some enslaved people did use cornrows to send messages or to make maps of their escape journeys. They could make maps of their roads to freedom and help other people get there. Cornrows may have helped in intelligence networks to free other slaves. Also, rice or other grains could be hidden in cornrows to potentially plant at a new destination. Wow, that is an amazingly creative thing, to design cornrows to create a map or to hide seeds, to use something that's out in the open and easy to see by a slave owner, to hide important information or important things. So cornrows are a beautiful hairstyle that have served many grooming and bonding purposes. And maybe even survival purposes. Yeah. They're also a very special style that has been used in important forms of identity and resistance. So what does that have to do with us today, you might be asking? Well, fast forward to 2018, when Kim Kardashian decided to dive right into cultural appropriation. She claimed she copied cornrows from the 1970s movie star Bo Derek. We mentioned Bo's cornrows and her influence on white women getting cornrows in another recent podcast. Kim Kardashian failed to acknowledge that Bo Derek had copied the hairstyle from the Yoruba women of Nigeria, not to mention Black slave culture and Black American culture overall. Of course, this angered many people, but not because of cultural appropriation. It angered many people because when Black women have worn the same hairstyle, they are often labeled inappropriate or unprofessional. 
As we said, it has not been a fashion choice for them. And even when it is, they've received a lot of negative feedback for it. There's a lot of examples. In 2016, Black students in South Africa's Pretoria High School for Girls were forbidden to wear cornrows or let their hair out naturally because it was said to be untidy. Instead, the school made the girls go through the chemical process to straighten their hair to make it more acceptable. How crazy is that? It's terrible. Braids have also been deemed inappropriate by some American schools. Not long ago, a Massachusetts elementary private school banned braids and hair extensions and sent students home, of course, mostly Black girls, for wearing them. At another school, a four-year-old boy was forced to take out his cornrows to be allowed to attend. It's just pure prejudice. Because you have to ask, what does having braids in your hair have to do with being in school? It's not disrespectful. And it is now a fashion choice, at least for white people, and it should be respected. It wasn't until 2017 that the United States Army revised their hair policy and no longer banned women from wearing dreadlocks and braids. But before the policy change, enlisted Black women could either chemically process their hair or choose from a very limited number of acceptable hairstyles. That's just so controlling to tell people how they have to have their hair. I know it's the military. I know they give men buzz cuts, but I'm sure it was more restrictive for black women than for white women. And meanwhile, the Kardashians, Miley Cyrus, Kristen Stewart, Katy Perry. These are some of the notable white women who have been able to wear cornrows as a matter of style. Not only that, they get admired for it. When these women wear such a hairstyle, they are fashion trendsetters. When Black people wear the same hairstyle, they're untidy, they're rebellious, threatening, unprofessional, or inappropriate. It's a double standard, and the style came from Black culture, not white. Exactly, Julie. The white women are highlighting their privilege in being able to wear whatever hairstyle they feel works for them in the moment, and erases the fact that this in particular is a style that Black people have had to fight for the right to wear. Exactly, Cindy. It ignores the prejudice and discrimination that Black people have faced trying to wear the same exact hairstyle. Because of their Black roots, cornrows are assumed by some people to be inferior or not to belong to civilized society. White people aren't putting themselves at risk in any way when they wear cornrows. They don't face even more potential suspicion or discrimination or being profiled by police who see men in cornrows especially as gangsters. That's true. So this is just one example of the effects that white people's actions can have where they erase the experience of others. The white people usually don't even notice or acknowledge what's happening. They are playfully appropriating cornrows without any knowledge or understanding of the harm they're doing or the significance of what they're doing. Right. Sometimes we don't know, but we have to keep learning this stuff and we have to do better. We do. One place to learn more is at ebony.com backslash everything you need to know about cornrows. Or check out the AfricanExponent.com. 
how cornrows were used by slaves to escape slavery in South America, the African exponent. Thanks for listening. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shrinks on Third. Till next time. Take care. <laughs>